Welcome to the Tim Vaxelbaum Show. Fuck Joe Biden. Oh boy. We're coming to you live. It's episode number nine. As in cloud nine, which is what I'm currently on. Because I feel good. I'm sober for 58 damn days. And I'm going to talk this way for the whole podcast, baby. This is good for your voice. Anyway, I'm drinking my coffee and my pink straw. I got a Trump straw. It says, I love Trump on it. I don't know. Yeah, you can't see it. This is an audio-only podcast with video for for people who uh, pay a little bit extra. Just kidding. This is a free podcast. I don't give a shit about money. I'm done talking about money. It's not a problem to talk about it, but I just don't need to because it just makes, it just raises concerns. It just raises tension for people who don't want to hear. I just don't like talking about money because people either overestimate how much I have or underestimate how much I have. And either way, it pisses me off. Like, I hate when people just assume that I have no problems just because I have a little bit more, just, you know, just because just I got a little bit of money. Then they just assume that my life is going swimmingly. It's like, nah, no, 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 no. I got adult-sized problems. I, for example, I could afford Gucci shoes, but I can't wear them every day because they'll get dirty and I'll look like a schmuck. So I can only afford to wear them on weekends. I can only afford to look like a drug dealer one day of the week. So that's a problem. I don't know. Like, I got these Gucci shoes. I don't know why they're not here. I should have just had them right here. But they're, 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 they're stupid. Why would you spend that much on shoes that are definitely just going to get dirty in two seconds if you walk in a puddle? So I could only wear them indoors? So I have to, I bought like this spray that you spray on them to protect them from fluids and stuff like that. And I haven't even worn them yet. And that's on, now I'm a douche. Now I'm the type of person who just buys shoes that he doesn't even, that he's not even going to wear. But anyway, for this podcast, never mind Gucci, fuck Gucci, this podcast is still an unofficial sponsor of Versace. Because I like saying it better than Gucci. Dude, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just as expensive. But I like, I, I, like the, I like it better. It's sexier. It looks better. I'm not wearing any right now that you could see. No outerwear. I'm, 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 I bought some Versace underpants, boxers, for kids. Uh, because I don't think the adult size would fit me. Because look how skinny my waist is, dude. My pelvic bone only is like 10 inches wide. <laughs> I, I could still be given birth to in this size pants. I'm like a size 26 pants right now because I'm healthy as fuck. So I got kid size underwear and they're expensive i don't know how how expensive they are like i don't know like 50 bucks a pop or something 
I forgot. See, I don't. It doesn't matter. I could, if you could afford Versace underwear, you don't really concern yourself with how much they goddamn cost. And I also, I also got Calvin Klein. I don't know. I'm starting to learn about like what brands are my favorite brands of clothing. Socks, socks are a ripoff. If you get like Gucci socks, it's like a hundred and fifty bucks for one pair of socks, dude. That's kind of stupid, dude, because they're just regular old socks. They just say Gucci on them or Versace. And I, I do kind of want Versace uh, shoes because they look cool. As, they look cool, dude. I'm sorry, dude. But today I'm just wearing Paris. I'm wearing a shirt that I bought from ParisHilton.com. It's another unofficial thing that I'm sponsoring. I don't know. It's iconic. It's it's uh, from her wedding collection because she just got married. Good for her. Paris Hilton. She's like 40, and she still is like perfectly, she looks banging, like she's in perfectly in shape. She hides her age very well. Can't complain with that. So I bought the shirt, dude. I bought this shirt for $40, including, you know, plus shipping. <laughs> And it it can, and it fits me like a freaking glove, dude. And I, it's a size small for women. And I don't know, like wearing women's clothing does not bother me. You know, like it's not, obviously I don't feel ashamed. I mean, I fit and I like the color pink and I like advertising that I'm a boss babe. But other people might make fun of me. Like I went to this comedy show last Saturday at this dude's house and this heckler was sitting in the front row being a douchebag the whole time, just heckling, being a dick. He kept saying the N-word even though he's not black, which is fine by me. I mean, I don't give a f- that didn't offend me, but it's like, it, it just kind of tacky to do that, which is rude to do that in a comedy show when you're not even on stage. So he ruined the show, but off, after he got off stage, he was like, he didn't seem like that big of a dick. He came up to me for some reason. He was like, hey... <laughs> You're sober, right? Because he didn't. Because I. Because I. Because he knew I was sober. Because I rejected a shot. Like he passed around shots, and I was like, "Oh, I'm good." He's like, "What? Are you sober or something?" I was like, "Yeah." And he came up to me after the show. He's like, "Oh, yeah. I see that thing. You're, that uh, Patagonia sweater that you're wearing. I have one of those, but it's kind of a chick sweater. It's kind of for chicks." I was like, "Yeah, kind of is." I didn't say anything defensive about it. I didn't try to like one up him. I, you know, like I kind of took it as like him trying to take a, but he has the same sweater. So I was like, yeah, so what? It's a chick sweater. I like it. I'm petite. I'm a petite man, but that doesn't mean my loads are petite, dude. I could fill a jar. I could fill a ounce, one ounce jar. I'm a Trump supporter, if you can't tell. I don't know why why I'm throwing that out there. I'm just sick of people being pussies, dude, in this town, dude. Like, I didn't think I would be, like, a Trump supporter who, like, talks about it ever. Like, you could be a silent one. You could just not tell people. Like, it's not like you get anything from doing it. If anything, you get lambasted for it, and people just kind of think you're a dumbass, (laughs) and and they call you bad words, and they, they shun you, and they paint you into a corner and and don't talk to you as much and and they just don't tolerate you 
and they become bigoted towards you, and that's kind of one of the things I got sick of uh, being a victim of. To be like, no, nah, I don't really care. Like, cause, like, but that's there's definitely a lot of like bigots uh, in like big city. Every there's bigotry everywhere, dude. But like now, that's just becoming like everyone's like a Nazi. Like everyone, everyone's like, you gotta get the vaccine or you're a freaking asshole. <sighs> We're going to make you so you can't even get a jab if you don't get the vaccine that doesn't even really do anything. It doesn't even really stop the spread. Like, I, I would have gotten it if I was afraid of COVID enough to get I almost got the vaccine. I came very close to getting it back in August of this year because I didn't want to be one of those assholes who gets Delta, get the Delta strain, you know, and the one that's not even big anymore, but it was big back then. And I was like, you know what? That would suck to die from COVID. And there's this subreddit on Reddit called uh, Leopards Ate My Face. And like all it is is, oh, and Herman Cain Award, where it's like them celebrating people dying of COVID. It's like, that's... And it's one of the most popular things on the whole website. And it's like, that's fun. Like, what if you just replaced uh, COVID deniers with, I don't know, Jews or something? It's like, so you're celebrating the death of some spoken, outspoken, some subset of the population, you freaking scum fuck. <laughs> like, don't celebrate their, like, I get it. You, you want to spread the propaganda that that they're assholes or something, but, like, you're the asshole, dude. It's like, you don't see the irony of, like, how you're a scumfuck? I don't, I don't judge people. Like, I'm not a, see, the weird thing about me is I don't, I don't really, like, I'm not, like, a bigot towards anyone, even if they're an asshole, like, with shitty opinions. It's like, you could have your opinion, dude. Just don't tread on me. Don't come to my front door banging on it saying I gotta take some juice I gotta inject some juice into my veins or else you're gonna throw pies at me or milkshake me. Like, and the, and also, most people who say that you gotta take the vaccine or when they did say they you had to take it, like, back, I don't know, five months ago, they don't know what the fuck they were talking about. They were just saying to get it because they were told to get it and they don't wanna, like, be, like, on the bad side of history or something. It's like, don't be a pussy, dude. Don't tell me to get it just because you're afraid not to get it. Like, I was like, I don't like this dude that I barely know. I told him, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't get the vaccine. He was like, well, you should get it. I was like, thank, thank you for the, thank you for the advice, for the medical advice that I totally don't give a fuck about you enough to just blindly take your dumb advice. I don't like that. I don't like when people just give me advice, dude. It's like, shut the, f it's like, who, who, who are you? Do I give advice to people? No. No, I don't, dude. I'm, I'm humble, dude. I'll beat anybody in a competition of humility, dude. I'm the most hubris, humble person. Hubristic. All right, anyway, that was, that was a lot, what I just did. We covered a lot of subjects so far. <laughs> we're, on, we're on minute 11 of the podcast. And like I said, it's episode 9, which means I've been doing this for 9 solid weeks in a row and i've been sober from everything and i'm actually on day 57 of sobriety so i'll just do a quick check-in on that um i don't really miss it like I, I don't have any desire 
to go back to drinking. Like it makes stuff more fun. It makes things more tolerable, but that's cheating, dude. It's cheating. I don't miss weed. I really don't. But on the flip side, the fact that I have not been doing that, smoking weed or doing any alcohol, it just makes life more dull, kind of. So I, to to make up for that, I don't know. Can't like I've just, I've just been eating good food. I've been eating good barbecue and trying to get laid on TikTok, which is difficult because it's not really a dating app. But I've been trying to get laid on uh, on TikTok and Snapchat and fucking, I don't know, okay, Cupid, and it hasn't happened, but hey, I'm starting to get less horny, like my, I, I haven't jerked off in 40 fucking, 45 days, which is cool, but I'm starting to get my sleep, so that's the bad thing that I'm kind of hoping gets better, is my sleep quality is dog shit, I go to sleep, I can't get to sleep, first of all, but I've insomnia the coffee doesn't i still drink coffee because why not dude it's technically doesn't count so i still drink coffee at like i don't know 4 a.m and then i don't go to sleep until the sun is out and then when i do go to sleep i dream all fucking night i have the most vivid dreams and i it have i don't it doesn't stop so I basically start my day after ending a dream, and it sucks. Some of them are not that bad, though. Some of them are pretty hot. Like, I had some sexual dream last night that I was like, oh, man, this is hot, dude. So hopefully in real life, when I finally get my dick touched or whatever, it's as good as my dreams. It's not going to happen. That's why they say, in your dreams. But one could dream. No, I'm a baller. I got a big dick, and I already talked about how some lady wanted to uh, DP. I want she wanted me to DP her, and I was like, "Dude, fuck off." We talked about that on the last episode, but and since then, nobody has propositioned me for anything so blatantly disgusting as that. She was, she was a trashy woman, dude. She was like telling me before she was like before I even went there. She was like, "I'm shopping at Walmart, yo." And she didn't want to use condoms. And it's like, dude. So anyway, I did karaoke last night and I did well. So they gave me these glasses, dude. These uh, semi-tinted sunglasses. I didn't pay for them. I ended the song early, you know, because it, it was a long song. And then they were like, thank you for cutting it short. We were getting sick of that. We were getting sick of the song. I was like, yeah, dude, I got you, dude. I know when it's time to get off stage. And I paid $20 to skip the line. So I felt bad enough for doing that, you know? Like, I didn't want to do the whole song, you know? And I started off by saying, like, I went on stage, very, like, ready to ready to sing. And the dude was like, I, he was like, I like your confidence. And I was like, yeah, being rich is awesome. I was referring to the fact that I paid $20 to get on stage. And I was wearing a Versace t-shirt. So I don't know. I just felt I felt good. You feel good wearing fancy clothes. I would wear a Versace shirt that says Versace on it in like size th- a thousand font to a funeral. 
because I'm Italian, dude, and that's what we do. That's what we consider fancy. It's like, oh, we're going to a funeral? We're the most expensive thing we have. Doesn't matter, like, not the most formal, just the most, just the most expensive, dude. No one's going to complain. So I sang the song, I did okay, and they said, here, put these glasses on, and I did, and then the, and I, after the song was over, I tried to give them back, but they're like, no, you get to keep those. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I will gladly add another pair of glasses to my collection now that I have LASIK eye surgery. I could see unaided for miles with, now that I got a LASIK eye, like, yeah, sure, it's not as good as if I had glasses but it's good enough. Like my depth perception is definitely not as good as it once was before I got LASIK. But at least I get to wear awesome sunglasses without getting a prescription. It's awesome. I love I love driving down the street or the road, whatever you want to call them, in one in any one of my cars. I was driving the Tesla today. Ah, oh, so cool. You feel permanently badass in that car. Doesn't matter if you're in the right lane, the left lane. You just, you're turning. You see people looking at you. And you got sunglasses on. And you can, if you're first in line at a stoplight, the second it turns green, you just blast off. And all of a sudden you're going 60 in like less than like two seconds. And it's like, holy crap. So that's cool for now. Obviously, it's not going to, I mean, until I die. But right now, it's the coolest car ever, dude. And I just got the permanent plates for it, and I, I, uh, I'm i a Texan. But we'll get into that later because that's important to get into, very important life, life-changing stuff. Being a modern Texan, not one of these old-school Texans, and also not one of these pussy Texans. I'm an Elon Texan. By the way, congratulations, Elon Musk, for being the person of the year by Time Magazine. You deserve it. Like, who else? Who else was talked about more than Elon Musk? I don't know. Pete Davidson? It's like, okay, he'll be next year. He'll be next year. So I went to two open mics tonight and left before going up at either of them. I was just like, fuck this, dude. I drove, I got there too late because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and I had to wake up from a nap because I've been taking, because I can't, I'm just tired. I needed a nap. So I woke up, got it straight there. I just drove right to the open mics and by the time I got there, the list were like 40 comics deep. So I'm pissed. I go, well, I'll just watch. So I watched, I don't know, for like an hour at this coffee shop. And I, and I, ugh, most of the comics sucked. They sucked, dude. And, and the, it, fucking, fucking, so I, so I left. I just left. The hosts at these open mics don't even go on stage to introduce the next comic. They just go, okay, next on deck we get this guy, and next coming up we got this guy. It's like real effort, a lot of, a lot of effort to go in there. It's like we don't even need a host if you're going to just do that. If you're going to do the bare minimum, just let the next comic introduce the next comic. Like, come on, dude. How about some community? I need some fucking host sitting there from the back of the room. 
So it sucked, but I washed it for like an hour. And then I just walked back to my car and just drove around angrily, blasting music from my Miata. I blasted Let's Go Brandon, the rap song, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We know what you're saying, ho. Let's go, let's go. We know what you're saying, ho. Fuck you, Biden. Dude, it's not even that good of a song. I I was just so angry. Like, I'm going to blast this. I'm going to fucking blast this song. So I love driving around Austin, Texas, angrily. But you got to watch out for those scooters, dude. Like, I'm liable to kill somebody in that in one of my cars. Now that I'm a licensed Texan, dude, that's right. I finally applied for my Texas driver's license after living here for six months. The law says you're supposed to uh, do that within 30 days. And yeah, no. I just kept sleeping. Dude, I made so many appointments to do that that I just kept sleeping in. I was like, fuck this, dude. I'm not gonna fuck I'm not gonna go to the DMV at two thirty PM. I gotta get my beauty sleep, dude. I'm I gotta keep my skin healthy. So I was like, nah. I kept sleeping in. So I finally convinced myself just just do it. So I drove the I drove to Pflugerville, Texas, one of my favorite towns one of my favorite suburbs of austin and it was a easy 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 journey because i i just looked it up i was like okay what documents do i need okay passport i got that thank god i had an unexpired passport social security card i had i happened to have that um i had my old license from Illinois, which was still valid, so I turned that in. I no longer have it. What else? I needed proof of insurance and proof of registration for my Tesla, and I had all of that. So I, I went there, and it was easy. It was a breeze. As soon as I got there, I started filling out the application, and even before I was done, they called my number, and I went to the booth, and she didn't see me, so I was like, Hi. And I, I was like, okay, this is awkward. She doesn't hear me, so I gotta say it louder. Hello. Like, she didn't hear me, dude. There's a piece of glass dividing us. And, like, she finally looked around. I was like, yeah, I'm here. Like, I didn't wanna scare her. So I sat down. We started the process. I gave her the paperwork. And before I knew it, I was out of there with my temporary license, dude. I do. They they didn't charge me a late fee. Like like people told me, like you're gonna be, they're gonna charge you a late fee. It's like, and they didn't, cause nobody gives a fuck. I didn't have to wear a mask, dude. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, fuck, I forgot a mask. I knew that I would probably have to wear a mask, cause it's a government building. But no, nobody gave a, f- nobody told me to put a mask on, dude. And then they took my picture, and they did the vision test, and it was the easiest vision test. Oh, my God, dude. All I had to do was read a cup, one line of letters, four letters, okay, E, A, B, C. And they said, okay, read the same line with the other eye, but backwards. I was like, that's it? Okay, I'll do that. 
It's like, of course I'm going to be able to do it backwards if I could do it forward. So then I, I so then they said, okay. What? Co- read the colors. I was like, okay. Green, yellow, red. I was like, is that a trick question? Because I'm pretty sure that's the easiest thing any, I've ever done. Like, yeah, you passed. I was like, so I walked out of there. I paid the $30, and now I am a officially licensed driver in Texas. Didn't have to take a driver's test. Oh my God, I'm so happy, dude. And so as soon as I got the as soon as I got the temporary license, I was like, well, that's it. I'm a permanent res- I'm officially a Texan. And I started driving like one dude. I started just switching lanes and t- tailgating people and like being like, fuck you, get out of the way, dude. I was like, well, hey, I'm just going to take my Tesla for a trip, for a little mini trip. So I drove in the hills and towards Bee Cave, which is like the rich suburb, very rich suburb. And I, I was like, I saw a couple other like fancy cars, like Audis, I don't know, Saabs. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, you're going to be one of the rich people. And I was like, I drove perfectly, dude. Like there wasn't anything. I was like, yeah, I should have done that or something. No. I was like, I'm starting to get decent at driving. I don't know. Like, I, I, I know how to like get home. Like, I've been downtown. Like, I've been to all the hot spots of the city enough times where it's like, yeah, you kind of know where I'm at. Like, you know, South Congress, uh, Cesar Chavez, and then the Capitol building. I go on Martin Luther King Boulevard. I, like, I got home without needing GPS for the first time. I was like, I know how to get home. It's one street. Just get on Martin Luther King, and and that takes me all the way home. So I don't want to tell anybody about this podcast because uh, if I know them enough to talk about this to them, I've probably talked shit about them on here. So, like, not really. Like, not everybody, but definitely there's some people that I will be talking shit about that I got to keep it close to the vest. I can't be like, oh, by the way, I, to- I, um, I talk shit about you on my podcast because they're they'll going to listen then. That's the only reason anyone would listen to this is if they know that they got talked shit about. I don't know why I'm wearing the headphones. I could have just not been wearing them this whole time. So I'm trying not to tell people <laughs> that this podcast exists because you know why, dude? And you know, so I've been going to these open mics, trying to get back into the swing of comedy. And I hate when people like introduce me to people. It's like I don't give a fuck, dude, <laughs> about meeting people. Like if I did, I would introduce myself. Like, I'm not afraid of people, dude. I just look. I just don't like them. Like I'm an introvert. Like I'm shy, but not around comics. I could go up to a famous comic easily and not be intimidated. Like, you know, like I was talking about this on a couple episodes ago. I went up to Tony Hinchcliffe, or actually he went up to me, but that's another story. I would have gone up to him if I had something, you know, if I didn't want to bother him. But, like, I don't like bothering people because I know what it's like to be bothered by obnoxious, shitty comedians, dude. So I don't like being introduced to people because I don't I won't remember their name. <laughs> and 
And there's so many comics that I've met like four times that still don't know me. And it's like, I get it. Fine. You don't know me yet, but it's going to happen on the, I'm, I don't, I don't know why it, it just bothers me. It's like, I got to go through the motions like, yeah, hello, I'm Tim. What's your name? Caleb? Cool. Go fuck yourself. I don't care. It's like, I, 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 this, I've, I've only seen like one comic so far, maybe two three that i think are even worthy of me complimenting them the rest can suck a dick dude they're all new they don't know how to project they don't know how to talk into a microphone their jokes are hack (laughs) and the ones that i do like it's like eh i'll talk to him some other time dude it's like fuck off dude so this guy like keeps introduced like last night oh my god dude he kept introducing me as his friend to other comics to show to show off that like he knows me like that I'm his friend like dude and inside I'm cringes like dude I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I went out of my way to unfriend you on Facebook a couple weeks ago dude this dude is definitely not somebody I consider a friend dude but like but he has like some you know respect for me because I've been doing comedy longer than him and I could tell that he likes me because, like, he greeted me with a hug. Like, he tried to greet me with... Like, dude, I don't want to fucking hug you, dude. You probably you probably haven't showered in multiple days. And I'm wearing Versace. I don't want to get that smell on me. And I was like, yeah, can we just do one of these? Can I just pat you on the shoulder, maybe? Can we do fit fist bump maybe it's like there <laughs> and i felt i don't know i didn't feel like that, like that much of an asshole because who hugs other dudes it's unfortunate though because like i see him a lot around town because you know he's a comic and i'd hate to tell him that i don't like him <laughs> because i see him around and i don't i you know it'd be it'd be super awkward just telling somebody it's like dude i don't i I hate, I, I just don't like, you're, I don't like you, you're rude, you talk over me, you, you interrupt whenever I'm mid, you, you interject your opinion on any subject anytime I say anything, like I go, oh yeah, open mics are stupid, it goes, yeah, well, yeah the thing about open mics, oh my god, dude, it drives me crazy, dude, but it's not nice to be mean to somebody who respects you, dude. Like, and so I'm trying not to do that, dude. I'm trying to have restraint. I'm trying to be the better person. But he's a retarded narcissist, so fuck him. I just got to find better friends, and I won't ever have to be alone with him because I'll have my own honor rest. It's just fucking hard when there's literally no one else in the room, and it's like you see each other. It's like, well, I guess I'll go up to him. <laughs> I guess I'll talk to him for 40 minutes and then I, and then hang out with him afterwards and totally regret being nice to him because he's a dick who gives me backhanded compliments <laughs> and openly insults me every time I hang out with him and I get enraged afterwards. Like, why did I let that guy rape me of my happiness? I gave him a ride in my, in my new car. My, the Miata. He's like, how much does this cost? I was like, I, why would I tell him? Why would I tell somebody who can't even, who can't even afford to like get food <laughs> how much my car costs, my brand new car? I was like, it's about 37. He was like, oh, I would have guessed 17. I was like, dude, 
Go fuck yourself. You think my new car costs 17K? You've a fucked up... Like, I've spent more than that on a blowjob, dude. To be fair, it was for charity. It was it was at an auction. So I definitely helped, you know, somebody... I definitely supported, you know, a cancer charity by getting that blowjob. But the point is, like, dude, I was insulted. Dude, 17K? You've a... You've no concept of how much stuff costs, dude. Like... I don't know why it just bothers. Like, dude, you were a hundred percent off. You were off by literally a hundred percent more than that. You freak. So I uh, and he, I told him how much my my haircut cost because I got like a haircut and a straight razor shave like a couple weeks ago. And this pissed me off, dude. He was like, "How much did that cost?" I was like, "I think it was like ninety. He was like, "What?" I've gotten it for way cheaper than that. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, sure, because I yeah, because I I didn't I only looked it up. I only looked at like three places, and that was the cheapest one within a hundred miles. So yeah, you're right. I'm sure it's way cheaper wherever you go. You fuck ass. I don't know. It's like it's just Jewish. Like, I hate when people are just so cheap and like, oh, you got ripped off, dude. I know some of you do that way. Just like, sure, I'm sure it'd be just as good. It's like. Dude, and also ninety bucks. It was not that bad, considering, considering how long it took. Dude, it took like more than an hour, and like it was like, yeah, oh, it was like he was like nice. I don't know, dude. So back, so more. It just drained the fuck. Out. Like it, it just made me so pissed off that this person had no self awareness. He kept interrupting me about every little thing I wanted to say. I was like, oh, dude, yeah. I was like, dude, shut up. But I get that he just wants me to, like, validate him. That's why he's doing it. But I I can't because I just don't find what you're, he's saying, like, that valid. And it's exhausting, dude. And I, But I used to be that way, maybe, but also I have more self-awareness. And I used to think I had autism, but, like, not compared to this asshole. It's like, yeah, maybe I do have autism. That would explain why I hate people. But Jesus, fuck, dude. At least I have some self-awareness of when I should shut the fuck up. So I bought this Miata. It's still a big deal in my life. I bought it, I don't know, three weeks ago. and uh, It came with a few scratches on it. Like on the rims and on the back end, just a few subtle scratches. And they said they would fix it free of charge because it came that way, you know, from the factory. So I had to drive all the way back to San Antonio more than once. I actually drove there. He told me, okay, I got you. Come today. I was, I was almost, I was like halfway there. And he calls me. I was like, oh, shit, we can't do it today. I was like, Fuck. I drove back. I was pissed. <laughs> I drove really fast back. And then we rescheduled it for, I don't know, the next day or some, uh, I don't know when, the next week or something. So I drove all the way there. It took three hours. I was sitting there for literally three hours. Oh, my God. It was so fucking annoying. And then he says, yo, we can't fix the rims today. It's gonna, we got to give you a loaner car. 
So I was um, I was pretty unhappy. I was like, you telling me after three hours you can't fix the rims that you said you were going to fix, and you can't replace them either, even though I asked you to replace them? So I was like, yeah, sorry, we got to give you a loaner, but we could do it on Monday. I was like, you better do it. So I talked to him. I gave him a little piece of my mind or whatever, and I had to go home in this Jeep. Not exactly the same thing as a Miata. I was like, fuck, I can't even drive home in that thing I came in. I was like, because no, because the rims are not, we can't put the rims back on. They got to be replaced. We already fucked them up by trying to sandblast them or whatever, paint over them. I don't know. I went home in this Jeep. I was like, well, this is going to suck because it wasn't a new Jeep. It was like from 2017. It was like, I was like, how do I even drive this? It was like, it's like, it's very different of a ride from what I'm used to, but I got used to, oh, and he kept calling me sir, and I didn't like that, dude, I did not like that, he was like, oh yeah, we'll get you, we'll get you squared away, right away, sir, I was like, dude, I'm not that much older than you, like, I don't like being called sir, you're making me feel like an old man, (laughs) he was like, probably like 27, I'm 30, it's like, can't we just be bros? It's better than when a black person calls me boss. That I fucking can't stand. It's like, I'm not your boss. Don't fucking call me boss. I know it's because I'm white and you're being whatever, condescending or, or whatever, and fuck you. But the sir thing is not much better. It's like, dude, we're both white. You could call me bro. We're equals in this dynamic. So the Jeep actually turned out to be not... Not that bad. I kind of became accustomed to it. I was like, this is fucking cool. It's bouncy. has a nice springy suspension. You don't feel bumps in the road. And it had really good brakes, which none of my cars have. They don't have really good brakes. The Jeep, you just barely tap on the, on the brakes, and it stops, dude. So now I get it. Now I get why pickup trucks and bigger cars like SUVs Love to tailgate because they can, dude. They could stop on a dime. So now I was like, oh, that makes sense, dude. So I was like, okay. So I drove home in the Jeep. I left it on my driveway because it wouldn't have fit in the garage with the huge Tesla in there. And I took care of it. And, hey, I'm proud of my – and it was fun. I drove it back to San Antonio to pick up the Miata and – I drove like really fast on the way there, and I was the king of the highway. Nobody was passing me. I stayed in the left lane the whole time like an ass. But hey, that's fine as long as you're going super fast. If you're going faster than anybody, no one's going to really complain. I was, so it was fun. I, so I got back to the dealership to pick up the Miata, and it was ready. So it was there. Everything was beautiful. The rims were fixed, replaced, brand new rims. They fixed the little scratches on the body. And he was like, yo, I just wanted to show that, you know, I'm sorry that this didn't work out immediately, that you had to come here, you know, multiple times. I was like, dude, don't worry, dude. You you made good. You apologized. You made good on it. Like, you're fi- we're fine. I'm not, not going to be mad anymore. Like, yeah, I was kind of pissed at the moment, but like I'm not going to hold it against you. 
So as soon as I got home, I left him, you know, I got the customer feedback review survey to leave him feedback. And I left him 10 out of 10 because he was new. Like he was a new employee at this dealership doing it. Like he, he's new to Texas. And so I don't want to fuck up his, his, his job. I'm not going to fuck up his livelihood just because it wasn't like a perfectly smooth transaction, dude. It's like it's like it's not like I needed that car anyway. It's like I got, I wanted a smaller car just so I didn't have to worry about driving like a super expensive Tesla everywhere. That's it, which is worth more than some people's homes. Like like it just feels like wow, what the hell would happen if I have to get this thing fixed? So I just wanted a backup car. So I'm not gonna be a Karen and fuck with somebody's livelihood just over a little mix up there. Also, the dude was nice enough to drive the Miata all the way to my house, over a hundred miles away, and I'm ecstatic about that. Like I gave him, I left him a tip that he didn't even want. I Venmoed him a lot of money, and so I was. He was like, "Should I give you the the money back?" that you Venmoed me because of the mix-up? I was like, dude, don't worry about it, dude. I'm not pissed off. I'm not that pissed, dude. Like, I'm I'm forgive- I'm a very forgiving person. Speaking of being pissed off, dude. <laughs> I guess I was, like, I'm starting to get pissed off at comics for not respecting me, and that's fueling me to want to get better at stand-up again, dude. Because that's it. I don't really give a fuck about, like, making audience members laugh. They're not going to remember me. I want to make audience members laugh and just so I could get other comics to respect me, dude, and be like, oh, okay, this is somebody to not fuck with, dude. This guy knows what he's doing. He's one of us. I don't know, because I, I kind of miss that. I miss being able to walk into any open mic any whatever show and be like, oh, this is, he's going to kill, he's the, he's the big head honcho of this, I don't know, I just missed that, I missed the feeling of being respected, dog, it's not, I mean, so I guess that's the only reason to get better at it, dude, but we'll get back to that, we're almost done, I'm not going to be talking, I mean, this is, I mean, I don't have that much energy to be spitting all this Anyway, so I've been talking to these fake women still on Snapchat, and they're all scammers. They're all scammers. I meet them on this app called Hoop. It's 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 horrible. It's a waste of time, but I like doing it because it's fun to fuck with scammers. That's it. It's just fun. It's just fun in my free time to talk shit to scammers. So I I they ask for a hookup. They're all the same. They have this fake picture of a woman that's not them. And they go, you down for a hookup? And I go, yeah, let's go. And they go, okay. And then they ask for my location. And then I say uh, where I'm at. And they roughly, and they go, okay. I need you to pay me half up front. And then the rest you could pay me after we bone. And I'm like, okay, scammer. And I unfriend them and that's it. But because obviously that's a scam. No, no real sex worker is going to make you pay before you even meet. You would pay right after you meet. 
Because, hey, if it's real, because I got some good, they offer some good deals. Like this one fake scamming chick um, was like, okay, it's $300 for the whole night until next morning. It's like, okay, 300 bucks. <laughs> I'll do that. And they go, okay, pay me half on uh, PayPal. I was like, no. And then, so that's obviously too, if it sounds too good to be true, dude, there's no, that's not even good money. Like you could make more than that as like a server. You don't even have to get naked. It's less demeaning being a, being a whore than being a server, I imagine, but that's why it pays more. I did a video chat. This has nothing, this is a completely different topic. I did a video chat last night with a woman from Indonesia for about an hour last night. It was at I was uh, it was like at three a.m. I was in a shitty mood because I kept hanging because I kept hanging out with this asshole. I just got home. I just, I just dropped off this douchebag. Was like, slow down. You're driving too fast. I don't want to get in a wreck. It's like, well, we're not. Get get out of the car if you want me to. If you don't want me to drive like the way I, I don't know. So that pissed me off, and so I talked to this girl from Indonesia to teach her English. And man, am I the right person to teach somebody English? Because I talk so normal. We met on OkCupid, and it was her very first time ever having a conversation in English. With some like in like a verbal conversation, she could type it out, but she has to use a translator. So this was her first ever real conversation. It was kind of, so that was kind of cool. She didn't know that many words, but like she knew the phrase "high beauty standards," and that just goes to show how universal that type of thing is. Like in every country around the world, there's such a thing as high beauty standards. It's like shit. That's rough, dude. I mean, for me, it just it's it's just like, well, men don't have to be that hot. They just have to be tall and have a good personality that that is attractive. I guess in other countries like women, yeah, well, in any country, women have to be hot, dude. They have to make up their makeup, they have to be hot, they have their have good skin, blah blah blah. blah. But we talked. We talked for like an hour and like it's not like, I mean, you know, I don't know if we're going to date or anything because it's quite a, that'd be quite a thing to get into. But hey, I would consider it if she didn't have a kid. That's the problem. She has a kid. If she didn't have a kid, like she's definitely in my, she's definitely my cup of tea. Like she's, she's, a, she's attractive, like she's young. I would be very proud to date her, but, but uh, that would, that's the thing. She's in South Asia. She's Southeast Asian, and and they're based, dude. They don't have any qualms with dating a short Jew. So I was like blown. I was like, like she said, how are you single, dude? You seem like you would have a lot of women after you. I was like, yeah, that's a good one. That's hilarious that you think that. So that put me in a good mood, and, you know, it was fun because, like, I you know, I was patient with her, like, t- teaching her a few words here and there, like, talking about stuff, and, like, yeah, it was it was fun, dude. It put me in a better mood. It just, it just gives you perspective, like, yeah, just because this country is full of 
dumbass feminists. Doesn't mean that's a universal thing. So I'm not sexist. I just hate women from America. So I'm not very good at putting people... (laughs) I'm not very good at putting people in their place who deserve it, dude. Like, I just let... I just let people insult me to my face because I don't like confrontation. And I'm not very witty, like, on the spot anymore. Maybe I, I don't, I'm just not. Like, if somebody insults me, I just go, yeah. <laughs> and then for hours later, I, it bothers the shit out of me, and I think of what I should have said. Like, I don't, it just bugs me. Little things bug me that, not, you know, that shouldn't bug me because it's not a big deal. Like, last night... I went to this comedy club that I've been to like a thousand times, whatever. And the dude was like, hey, I'm sorry. We've probably met. But somebody who looks exactly like you was in here with a fake ID. So can I see your ID? I was like, like, yeah, no, that's not a big deal. So I showed him my ID. But then like an hour later, it started bugging me. It's like, why why did I, why does that, why did I just let him treat me like, a child. Like, of course I like you of course I don't have a fake ID. It's like, dude, you're saying he looked exactly like me? So he looked like a 32-year-old? So, okay, like I'm not offended that you think I'm 12 years younger than I am, but okay, it's stupid. That is a stupid thing to let me bug to get bogged down by, but it always happens anytime I shave, dude. Whenever I shave, if I go into a bar, guaranteed I'm gonna get carded. It's like you really? You think I'm twelve year you think I'm twelve years younger than I am. Well so anyway, I will wrap it up. So like I was saying earlier, dude, the comedians suck here, dude. The comedy scene Kind of sucks here. Most hosts don't even, like I said, don't even go on stage to introduce the next comic. Tonight, someone, dude, so in this coffee shop, most people were bombing, and then it slowly started to warm up, and the only thing that did well, somebody did a joke about how Joe Rogan is gay, and it killed. (laughs) Fucking cutting-edge material right there, dude. Wow. How you must have dug deep to pull up that premise, dude, and the people ate it up like a bar of chalk. Like, you mean the ivermectin guy is, who, who likes to shoot guns and isn't vaccinated? He, he, he might be gay. Fucking cocks. It's the most hack thing to say, dude. Oh, so I got the hell out of there. It's like, well, obviously I'm not gonna do good. So I'm glad. I'm glad this city is getting gentrified. It it deserves it, dude. Fucking, it's these lib- It's a liberal shithole, dude. I'm glad Elon is painting it with jazz, like a super soaker, to make it better for tech bros, dude. Like, dude, it's too bad that it's still gonna be lip. Like, ugh. 
Some hack comic also did a joke about how Bitcoin is not worth anything. I don't get this Bitcoin thing. It's like, what do you buy with it? You can't buy anything with it. Like, dude, yeah, you can, dude. You could buy, I don't know, drugs. You could buy guns legally. I don't know. You could buy stuff. I don't know. I guess you can't buy that much with it. But like, the point is, like, you could get rich. People have gotten rich from it, dude. So either he's just a sourpuss for not investing or he's just jealous of people who did or he just doesn't get or he just doesn't understand that it made people millions of dollars literally overnight. But yeah, he was like, it's, he's like, it's a Ponzi scheme. I was like, well, that's definitely true for some crypto coins. That's definitely true. But it's not exactly cutting edge material to be saying that in 2021. It's like, dude, it's been around for 10 years plus, dude. You're, you're hack and you suck. <laughs> you can also buy prostitutes with Bitcoin. So it's awesome. So I got booked for a show. I got booked for a comedy show. Because I'm petite. That's the theme of the show. It's like, it's called like Santa's Little Helper. So he booked like a bunch of fat people and a bunch of petite people. I don't know why he booked fat people. I guess to be Santa's, to be multiple Santa. I don't don't know. But I'm one of the petite people and I didn't have to work hard to get it. I just did one joke that landed (laughs) At a mic a week ago, and that's it, dude. He went up to me right after, "Hey, you, 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 you were funny. I want, I got to book you for something." So now, <laughs> so I, and then I found out it was because I'm petite, but I don't care. I found out how it feels now to be a woman comic who gets booked just for being a woman, just for having a cunt. Or any demographic, for that matter, that only gets a gig because they're part of a specific demographic. Dude, like, what a shitty state of affairs, dude. If stand-up comedy only had funny people doing it, it'd be all white dudes. We all know this. It's just that no one wants to admit that. With the occasional gay dude because they're funny, too. But they don't do stand-up. Most gay guys don't do stand-up because they're good at, they're, they're good at other entertainment. They could sing. They could dance or they could do fashion or makeup. They don't need to do stand-up. Stand-up is for fucking white, straight, loser men. Men. (laughs) With the occasional Jewish woman because they're just naturally good at joke writing and they have the gift of gab. But hey... So I know. So I've finally been booked for for being diverse, for being the right person. Physically, it's all about how you look. And so I'm gonna milk that, dude. I'm gonna be the, the I'm gonna be the best short asshole in the comedy world. I don't know, dude. I don't really care. I'm I'm gonna try to do well. I mean, who cares? It has like 20 people on the lineup. It's basically a booked open. But hey, not to it's current, not to downplay it. It's my first booked, it's my first show in Austin, Texas as a resident of Austin. I've done shows here, but not as a resident. So, hey, I'm going places. Next stop, I'm going to be in Joe Rogan's lap. Sucking his cock, which he could do himself. 
so he doesn't need me. If he's gay, maybe he does need me. I wouldn't suck his cock. So I have pretty much no desire to do stand-up, like I've been saying, because it's all cuckery. When I was younger, and I was just kind of starting out, like when I was 22, I used to have this feeling of excitement in my bones when I knew I was going to perform. It probably started to go away like around 2019. That's when I was like, ugh. Just a bunch of woke assholes talking about how they hate white people unironically. It's like, why don't you, like, I don't know, start a fucking genocide? What are you waiting for, dude? It's like, if you hate them, instead of being a joke teller, why don't you, like, I don't know, join a militia? Join a hate group, dude. It's Oh, you already did. Black Lives Matter, that's right. But it's not that violent. Or Antifa, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. It's like... Obviously, you hate. Obviously, you're not like you're not like actually joking. Like you actually are racist, and you're proud. Like fuck you. Like that makes me want to like defend myself. Like Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever. It's like Jesus Christ. Thank God for Kyle Rittenhouse. So no longer do I have to worry about being a white guy with a gun in public. If I have to use it. You know, instead of going to jail for the rest of my life, I'll get to meet Donald Trump and be a celebrity. So, uh, so, so yeah, that feeling is gone. I know I no longer get excited to perform, but I, I'm, I'm still gonna, not going to give up. I hope it, I'm going to keep trying because I know that there's still some desire. There's still like some market. For real stand-up comedy. It's just so small, dude. It's like so small, dude. It's like 10% of the crowd actually thirsts for uh, real stand-up, dude. The rest is like people like with masks. Like, we're in your mask again. Because COVID is so big right now. Oh, the Omicron. We got to put our masks on. And if somebody says something we don't like, we're going to shame them and walk out, dude. Fuck you. I defend J.K. Rowling, dude. I don't know, dude. So I just hear the host, like, mispronounce mispronounce my name, and I, I just go, well, this is going to be boring. <laughs> I sure as shit don't care about making anyone here laugh, dude. And then I just bomb. And, I, and then I just go, well, that was a thing i did that has no bearing on how i feel for the rest of the, like it it doesn't make me feel worse if i bomb in some shithole in front of four people it just makes me go well those people were, were stupid <laughs> and that's how my life is going right now 